sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, off and running on a holiday Thursday. And the holidays, are kind of, it's all holidays right now. But uh, some people, you know, here in about a week, they'll just shut everything down till through the new year. Just about the 23rd, 22nd, and 23rd is like done. School's done. Everybody's done. We'll continue. Sports, you may have noticed, they don't stop. They only intensify throughout the holidays. Now, in the old days, Aaron, they used to tell us, kind of try to make us take all our holidays at a certain time or our off time. Do you know what those are, Aaron? Uh, vacation time? Anyway, the uh, they used to, uh, and, and, and so in radio, <laughs> I never did understand it. You'd be at Dallas radio, the Cowboys would be headed toward the playoffs or whatever, and like all the radio hosts would <laughs> take off two or three weeks. And it's crazy, but that's the way they wanted us to do it. And we did it. We went skiing, had a big time. And um, now, of course, Aaron, a little different here at ESPN Central Texas. They would prefer we do the show from the beach or wherever we are. Uh, I'll be doing shows next week from New York City. And um, our coverage of Baylor Duke. And uh, be headed out ooh, Tuesday, be there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then uh, and then headed back this way. And then that'll get us into, oh gosh, whatever. Then we'll get we'll be closer and closer to uh, Christmas. And uh, I think Aaron, this year we do get Christmas Day off. I'm told, but uh, in every day, by the way, right before the show, I get little encouraging notes from our management. They just say, hey. Mosley, happy holidays. We love what you're doing. And uh, received another one of those today, in fact. All right, it is the Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside. And we got a lot going on. Um, Unfortunately, Aaron, and you've been watching it, I've been watching it, our beloved uh, Mark Panthers were taken down by the Albany Lions and you know it was it was quite a ball game it was a tussle uh Mark scores first is 7-3 with about two minutes left in the first half and here comes Albany boom boom they're calling those timeouts and you just had this bad feeling that they were going to get something done at the end of the half and they did they did and uh and they went up 21-3 Mark gets it with about eight minutes left in the game, eight or nine minutes left. They get that thing to 21-10. I thought, okay, okay, dig in here, fellas. We're going to be okay. Aaron, I was listening to the great Lark Smith over on Fox Central Texas, 1330 a.m. Uh, earlier today, and, and I was there's various – we have apps that you can listen to these things. 
Also, there's all kinds of ways to put it in. I think I just went to the website. Anyway, I was listening to it, and and I love listening to Lark. I like it when he gives scores. I like it when he gives the stats. But it was just weird to hear because for so many of us, we were taught how big time of possession is, you know, how big that is. And it was like 28 minutes for Mart to 17 minutes for Albany. And it didn't matter. didn't matter. Albany wins going away. Uh, game comes down to, you know, can you stop them? Can you get a couple of takeaways? That didn't happen. Can you protect the ball? Well, that didn't happen. And uh, our, our, our favorite Mark quarterback, our man Medlock, love that guy. Ball just kind of came out at one point. I mean, a crucial part of the first half, he drops back near midfield. And ball just, I don't know, it just, you can't explain it. Like there was nothing. He didn't get hit, wasn't pressured. He just reaches back and, uh, and, and the ball, ball slides out on him. And he tried to get on it, and you got to hand it to uh, Albany. I think it was number 66, big defensive tackle, reaches in there and just kind of grabs it away from him. Both players had a chance. He gets the fumble, and then they get down there, and, and they take advantage of it. I, I can't say that Albany was, oh, man, they were a lot better. But they got it done. They executed. They, you know... There were just things that, that came up throughout the game, and uh, they made plays. They We knew they had that running back. Hall, I think, is his name, and I think he's headed to Texas Tech. And they get down there on the goal line, Aaron. First of all, I hate, I hate the P.I. call. It, they, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like, Mark, come on, keep it to 14-3. to three. Keep it to 14-3. It's all we need to do. Keep it to 14-3 to three and get to halftime and then regroup. And they throw one of those fades. Aaron, the quarterback, he's a lefty for uh, uh, for Albany, and he fires it like ten. I mean, literally, it was five to ten yards out of bounds. There's no way in the world anybody catches that ball. But the Mart DB did. I mean, it was very obvious interference, and he and he kind of, I have to say, kind of did it before the ball, like kind of as the ball's about being delivered. So. I guess you have to call it, but oh my gosh, it's just like so. In one way, it was obvious, Aaron, but the the thing that hurt was that that the way they threw that pass, there was. I mean, you talk about uncatchable. It was more catchable to the front row of the stands than anybody on the field. The guy just airmails it, and they call the deal. They get down there on the two. Albany throws it, and that guy I'm talking about, Aaron Hall, oh, man, he, he reaches up. I'm sure you saw it, Aaron, and just he, he, he threw it kind of high, but he just makes a beautiful play on the ball. I mean, and you're just like, okay, yeah, that guy's a college player. I mean, you, I, I, that's about all I had to see. And I, he had 22 carries for 120, 130 yards, but he didn't. It's not like he killed Mart. He's a big, bruising dude. But they were okay. He kind of did a lot of that late, kind of wrapping up the game. And uh, they went ahead and scored down there late to make it 28-10. to 10. But, uh, man, so proud 
of of Mart, the community, everything. Everything looked great on on TV. Uh, we had every, we were well represented there with Lark and and um, oh Burl and and uh, the whole and 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 Tom obviously and then Coach Tusa. Uh, I loved listening. I was listening to the whole post game show after I watched a lot of it on TV, and and I just liked. Uh, and then I liked that old uh, coach Aaron. Hey, you remember the name Ken Purcell? He was at, oh, it's a very, and I think he had a brother who may have coached too. See, I remember another coach, Pur- Purcell. I think it was Ron Purcell. But Ken Purcell wears a cowboy hat, and he does like the halftime show for these state championship games. And it says that he has 12 state titles. Now, I was doing some, I was reading the fine print. I think nine state titles, three he has rings, but it's like the Hall of Honor and some other stuff. I, I don't know. They claim that it's 12, but he's got a bunch. He coached at Denton. He coached uh, at Allen. I mean, he. I think he was the coach when, you know, Allen just started to explode in the early days. And then when I was covering some of that stuff as a young writer, I, I kind of remember Joe Martin coming over, the great Garland coach, and taking over in Allen. And then, of course, uh, well, I mean, you know, they had all kinds of coaches along the way. And one of them, one of the former Allen coaches is right down the road at uh, in Salado now. So uh, it is uh, it is fun to watch all these games, and all of them are entertaining and interesting. Last night, um, Aaron – who was it? Timpson was playing. I, 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 this Malakoff game has great interest to me. The quarter, the the player they were against last night, and the, and then of course we were watching the six man yesterday. Went back and watched a lot of those highlights. Oglesby gets beat. Yeah, it looked bad, but they were in the game, as Aaron said, right until the end of the first half. Uh, ended up being like eighty something to thirty six. And I know that sounds awful, but that's six man football. You get scores like that. The thing just got away from our beloved uh, Oglesby kids. But uh, last night, Aaron, I'm watching, and and I was watching some of the highlights. The uh, team, I think it was the team Timpson was playing, had had a guy named Bussy, and I mean he just, I mean he was just racing around. I mean just unbelievable. So I, you know. These football players, and again, some of the depth, and and you got to go two way at some of these schools, especially as you get down to class two A. Uh, but still, some of the players and some of the quality players, it's unbelievable. And you know, some of them are going to be playing at the next level, playing college uh, football. So now, um, now a team I used to play against, uh, Malakoff, will get going. And uh, Aaron, I would think. That game may have already started. You may have the games on in the uh, yeah, studio there. Franklin had the first possession and went three and out, surprisingly. So really? Malikoff has the ball. Really? At about their own 40-yard line. Okay. Early in the first quarter. And Baylor obviously has the former Franklin running back that was so great, was a freshman at Baylor this year. Uh, our friends Doug Pills and the Pills family, Nash Pills and that whole gang, they're huge. Uh, Doug's now works for Baylor in the journalism department, and they're big Franklin people and uh, make the commute. I like to claim, Aaron, I like to claim Franklin. 
here in Central Texas, especially like after they win state titles. <laughs> Just say Franklin is one of ours. And um, who knows, maybe College Station and that group. I'm trying to think who, who probably claims them, but I like them. I like what they do. So, But I'm also, I grew up a child of Cedar Creek Lake, that, you know, that, that vicinity. I grew up in Kaufman. And so when you get down to Malakoff, oh, man, if I thought hard enough, Aaron, I could, I could start telling you the, the great uh, players at Malakoff. And I promise you there are still guys on their roster today that have this name, Hornbuckle. Marcus Hornbuckle, and he was a great, great athlete, and the Hornbuckle family has uh, had folks for generations. In Kaufman, it was the, the Wren family um, and, uh, and the Miles family. And uh, anyway, Aaron, I don't think they talk about, like, the Mosleys that way. Like, the Mosleys have had generations in Kaufman. Now, if I had have played... My dad was a star in Deep East Texas in Elkhart. If I'd have just played down there and I had had just a decent bit of football success, then you could have said, oh, how about those Mosleys from East Texas? But nobody says that. Um, all right. Uh, it is, uh, is going to be um, – we got, we got all kinds of stuff today lined up for you. Uh, Tom Barfield just got through calling that game – and we'll go to AT&T Stadium here at 320 to visit with him. Yesterday, we had some kind of interesting last-minute additions to the show. One of those was Alvin Brooks III, and he was great and, and had a lot of fun stuff to offer us, kind of, oh, as we were getting kind of 440-ish yesterday. We're going to let everybody hear that interview today at 4 o'clock. And then at 5 o'clock, we'll do our usual interview with Nikki Collin. Because of today, them having a game, we had to go a little earlier than usual with her yesterday. So the full Nikki Collin interview, um, we'll let you hear that at 5 o'clock. They played today. They won big, 99-30-something. to 30 something. And, and against a team like uh, Delaware State... Aaron, I got this one buddy who always has, like, dad jokes after these games. Let me see if I can see what he came up with today. Um, I mean, like, his and his dad is a huge – my buddy Daniel is a huge um, – his, his father, Dr. Dunsworth, is a huge uh, Baylor women's fan. And I can't find it now. He had a good – he had a good comment about the Delaware team that they played, but I'll uh, I'll see if I can find that for later. But they overwhelmed them. All those grade schoolers over there having a great time, screaming their heads off. Good atmosphere, good energy, and the Bears get it done. Ninety nine to thirty four, thirty seven something, and um, and and now they go to San Antonio where they'll play Miami of Florida. What a great opportunity to continue to get their um, net and whatever else they use, strength of schedule, all of that. It's great news that Miami bolted up into the top 25. They're undefeated. So if the Bears can get a win against them Saturday, uh, that's just going to help their tournament rankings. And Aaron, 
let's remind everybody, where would the Bears play if they host the first round of the NCAA tournament? The Ferrell Center. Okay, that's right. That's right. Because we're it's a little tricky. We're we're getting excited about the Foster, but you would still with that level of teams and everybody coming in, you would still kind of need the uh, Ferrell Center. So while we say goodbye, it might not be well, it won't be a permanent goodbye because we'll still watch volleyball. What else will we do over there, Aaron? We'll do some tumbling, some acro and tumbling, I believe, at the Ferrell Center. Yes, that and volleyball. Volleyball. What else could you do in a Ferrell Center? What else could we do indoors? I don't can't think of another another sport that we would do. But the Ferrell Center will still have a lot of stuff going on. I mean, we win national titles in acro. We go to Final Fours in volleyball and, and almost win national titles. And I think Ryan McGuire will break through and win a national title. Shout out to Ryan. We have Baylor coaches who are huge listeners. And Ryan is one of those. Um, Mike McGraw, the Baylor uh, golf coach, men's golf coach is one of those. Glenn Moore, I think, would be a proudly a proud Mosley Show listener, although also the, he and Jay Moore are very close. So he is a, he is a daily two-to-six guy when he's not out on the diamond. Um, and, and, of course, the basketball, all the basketball staff. Now, football staff... Aaron, they, <laughs> I feel like they're, they're running off some of the people who are big Mosley Show listeners. we got to retrench and make sure that Spavital, Sean Bell, uh, who's our new guy, Aaron? Pasilovich, uh, P- 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 um, P- oh, I like this guy, too. I, Pasilovic, I like this guy. And then Keenan Hall, these all need to be big-time Mosley Show listeners. Now, this is a big-time uh, listener to, to Mosley and Sexton. It is Tom Barfield live from AT&T, where Mart just came up short in the state title game. That's next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Road trip! 
take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! A Central Texas tradition since 1898. Leard's Furniture and Appliance usually saves customers hundreds on their purchases. They feature a nice selection of products from outstanding manufacturers like Lazy Boy, Ashley, Flex Steel, Simply Amish, and Sealy Betty. Leard's Furniture and Appliance also offers free delivery and installation. Plus, if you need financing, they can offer plans to meet your budget. Located on the Courthouse Square in Gatesville, Leard's Furniture and Appliance. Check out their inventory today at LeardsFurniture.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Alvin Brooks the third. Oh, we've got Nikki Collin. But what we really have is Tom Barfield. All right, and we've got him on the line now. And Tom, I mean, you're probably still. Right there at AT&T Stadium, I got to hear uh, a lot of the call today. I watched some of it, listened to the post game. You know, I like to, I like it when Lark gets on, obviously. But um, man, tough day for Mart, um, and it was one of those deals where uh, you just kind of felt like it all the the dam broke at the end of the first half, 
And while they tried to kind of get their footing, uh, that, that kind of told the story of uh, today's uh, uh, state championship game. Seven to three with a minute and 58 to go in the half. Uh, it's a four-point game. And so, you know, it's anybody's game. But uh, Albany was able to put together a couple of a couple of drives and, and, and some mistakes by Martin. Let's just to be honest. Their kicking game was not great today. Their punting game, anyway. And, and they were able to uh, to put 14 points on the board in the, in the bottom 158 of the second half, of the uh, first half. And, you know, instead of seven to three at the half, it's 21 to three at the half. And that is a huge, huge swing when you're trying to play play catch-up football yeah and I, I thought that uh, the turnover there too in the first half I mean it just really kind of one of those fluky deals ball just comes out of there um, mm-hmm. and uh, Medlock tries to get back on it has a shot at it that lineman did a nice job he just reaches in there like you see so many times in the NFL and the guy just uh, grabbed it away uh, big moment in a game where you know teams are fairly similar. I mean, I I mean I don't think that Mart was by any way like outclassed by them. Just simply got some got some bad breaks. And boy, that was certainly a bad break. No, no question, and you're 100 percent correct. I thought Mart's de- Mart's defense played well enough to win a state championship today. Uh, you know, again, the the best player theoretically, in, in the state of Texas in two-way football is Adam Hill. He's going to Texas Tech, 2,800 yards, something like that, rushing. But minus the one run of 52 yards, he was pretty much held in check. They did a really nice job on him. Defensively, they got a ton of three and outs. They just could not find any rhythm on the offensive side of the football. You know, they had a lot of injuries going into this thing. And, and honestly, they just didn't play championship caliber football and in Albany's mm-hmm. offense did enough things to to put points on the board and, and you know there's the difference in your football game and they come away with a 28 28 10 win that play over in the corner of the end zone where interference was called you know that was re- at the end of the ha- first half that was really unfortunate I was talking about that as I came on today Tom because that ball was not anywhere near catchable Yet Correct. the the interference occurred. It, it was so blatant, you know. I I just don't think the officials can, uh, it, it, you know. If, if it was a closer call, then they just say, "Well, that's uncatchable." But boy, looking yeah. back, and again, maybe they would have scored anyway. But that was tough. Put them down there on the two, uh, especially on a ball. You know, we don't. None of us love those fade routes. Yeah. I mean, Tom. That thing, there was no way in the world anyone was going to catch that ball. I bet it was. No. I bet that ball fell ten yards out of bounds. Yeah, he threw it into Waxahachie. I mean, it just it just wasn't going to be a, a catchable football. But it, it, that's you know that's that's what happened. That's the call. The next thing you know, you're uh, you're chasing, and Mark is not accustomed to chasing, and they weren't prepared to chase. And I'm not sure anybody else is because again, Albany has the ability. To, to manipulate and manage the clock, and they were and they were able to do that. And you know, Albany threw it more than I thought they they would. Matt and, and Mark certainly threw the ball more than I thought that they would. So it was it was an interesting football game. And again, Johnny said it on the post game show, Coach Tusa. These are the two best teams in two A D two, no question about it. And one of them was going to leave here happy, and one of them's not. And and that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. And again, Albany had nine seniors on the defensive side of the football. 
Mart had just a handful. Uh, this this Mart team is going to be good for years to come. And and I know we talk about back to back losses to Albany here at AT and T, but I think Mart really has the weapons. And I know it's early, but to be talking about it, but I really do believe they have the weapons to be back here for the next couple of years. They're that good. Yeah, and Kevin said the other day, um, you know, on this show that he was not planning, he wasn't flirting with retiring uh, again. Like he's There's he's planning no full way systems he's going go out this way. No, he is not going out on back to back championship losses. There's no way. Did he even? <laughs> did he have time to have a retirement party last time? Did they? Th- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know they probably needed to host it here in the Matt Mosley Cafetorium here at AT and T Stadium in the press box. Uh, you know, because they serve fritters here, Matt, and I know how much Matt Mosley likes a good fritter. So, uh, what are we talking about? Like a fritter, like a fruit, like a. Dessert type yeah. thing, or what are they yeah, putting well, in the fritters? fritters? You know, you know what a good apple fritter is. You've had a good yeah. apple fritter. Yeah, yeah. So you can get that. In the Although I, place. I'll tell you what, a, I used to eat those Mrs. Baird's a, uh, apple pie kind of things. You know, you just buy it from wherever a yeah, convenience yeah. store. Yeah. I'll tell you this: they don't make them anymore. But the Mrs. Baird's pecan pies, you know, kind of shaped like an apple pie, but it has pecan in it in the pecan filling. I, I can, yeah, I could live on that, but yeah, we've got. I was a little, digress. I was, I was a little worried about Lark when I saw I was on some kind of text change, and he said he, he's over there at Texas Live. I mean, that's not, you know, they're not over there. Uh, <laughs> it's not like a witnessing. I guess there could be a witnessing opportunity, but they're not having <laughs> prayer meetings over there. And I thought, oh man, Lark's <laughs> going to go over there and have a nice time. But that is a good venue over there. But what a I mean, Tom, the just the atmosphere, and you go from one game to another, and right. uh, and and you know, here comes Franklin and Malakoff, and we're very familiar with Franklin. I grew up playing against Malakoff. I'm sure you would love to hear some of those tales of my basketball sure, exploits yeah. against well, uh, Marcus Hornbuckle, and, my, and yeah, my buddy is Jamie Driscoll. He's the head coach at Malakoff. Mm. In my in my previous life of selling sporting goods, uh, I sold to Malikoff. I would be in, in Jamie's office probably once every couple of weeks. So he and I chit chat still to this day. So I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda rooting for Malikoff in this one and everybody else on our crew is pulling for Franklin for obvious reasons, Central Texas. And so, you know, I can't lose here. Franklin wins great Central Texas team. But uh, you know, and, and that, that's the cool thing about this, Matt, as you know, there's all kinds of ties and twists and turns and uh, well, people you know, Greg Tepper was our halftime guest, and Greg was pretty regular on the radio show, and he and Craig Way are big buddies. You know how that works. And so it, it, it's, it's kind of like a reunion up here uh, of people from all kinds of different angles. And it's just fun. It's just great high school football. Three games a day for four days. Let's go. Yeah, I was uh, waiting for Craig Way. You know, when does he arrive on the scene? Is he – I think oh. he's in the building. I haven't talked to him today, but I believe okay. he's in the building. I did run into his son, Andy, who yeah. is uh, working on the TV broadcast as a spotter. Oh, okay. So I, I did run into Andy, and I... but I have not seen Craig. I think, you know, Craig may be getting that power nap at the hotel. I don't know. Did Coach Tusa ever think about like one of those, uh, like a cowboy hat, 
have you ever seen him show up in a like like uh, like Coach Purcell uh, on just, the uh, I'm telling, on the halftime? Hey, we just talked to Coach Purcell. He just sat at our table five minutes ago, and we 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 yucked up with Coach Purcell for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. He and Coach Tusa are big buddies. I did not know that. That does not surprise me. Ken had they now again they credit him with like twelve state titles, but I started yeah. I, I some three of those are like rings that he won. You know, like when he was inducted into things. But man. I think nine of those were like, I don't know, Denton, Allen, you know, all the different places. He started out at like, to, where, where, how do you say it, Tohoka, Tohoka, something, one of those places, like with a T, um, something like that. I think it's where he started his career. But, man, that is a legendary dude. And, and Indeed. And what, didn't he finish what, up in Denton? Yeah, 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 Denton yeah. for sure. Allen was in the mix, and I was trying to remember mm-hmm. – when his time at Allen ended because the fame of Joe came in there from Garland. Um, and that was a, that was a big hire uh, for Allen back in the day. But anyway, Ken Purcell, he is legendary. And then they have a Purcell stadium. They have somebody up in McKinney. There's like a Purcell, you know, so it's like Ken has somebody else in his family. I think that coaches uh, as well. Well, I, uh, I tell you, this this is fun to watch. Fun to uh, have you guys up there. I enjoyed it on uh, on Fox Central Texas. Tell me about like what the crowd and everything sounded and looked like from being in the building. I mean, you you were able to kind of lean down and and get a look at the Mark folks. Did our did our folks travel as as well as always? Yeah, they did, and I'm telling you, so did Albany. It was it really was a big crowd. And Matt, as you know, for Texas high school football fans, this is kind of like, well, this is you know Christmas a couple of weeks early. So there's a lot of people here that basically took two or three days off of work, and they just come up and they just spend the weekend, starting on Wednesday, quite frankly. So there's a lot of people here that are just football fans. See, they they don't have an allegiance to any of the teams. They just enjoy. You know, football, and they're going to get three games a day for you know for Wednesday through Saturday, and away we go. So there's a lot of people in the building. Uh, I don't know the I didn't never see the exact number uh, on the head count, but I'm telling you, for two programs out of the two A Division two uh, pro system, they uh, they this place there was a lot of folks from Mart and from Albany here, a lot of purple, a lot of red. Do you like is your vantage point okay? Because even though they named. <laughs> I mean, well, no. I'm just saying, Brad Sham has the the booth named after him, and he still complains about you know how far away from the field he is. Well, <laughs> how you are your, your? You know where the yeah, press box is, right? exactly. Yeah, same and you got to be up on that on same level. End. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I literally on the opposite end. I would find the nearest monitor that's timed up. With the actual deal, and I would be calling it off that. I know you're too much well, I, professional. I oh, you did? I, I okay. Called, I, a lot of times when, when the ball's on the opposite end, when it's on the press box end. You have to go off the scoreboard. Tell. You have to watch a monitor. Yeah. You just do. I mean, you have no clue where the football is. You know, you can't tell the 20 from the 25. I mean, we're giving away trends here, but you're literally almost in the end zone from the from that upper deck. And so you, I literally watch the big screen. When they're on the opposite end. Now, if they're on your end, you're fine. But they're, when it's on the opposite end, the press box end, if you will, opposite yeah. of the broadcast end, you watch the monitor. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's I it's like calling it off TV. I gotta uh, compliment you on the uh, on that first field goal. I like the Armando Chavez hits about a thirty-eight yard field goal, mm-hmm. and then I got to hear it again later on the post game, and it and you gave it. Because I, you know, I just think it's very appropriate. Like you gotta kind of almost not that you change your delivery, but your delivery on a made field goal in a state title game is going to be a little more amped up than like week eight of a regular season or a district game or something. And I, I did like it. I just like the. And I wish you'd have gotten to call some more touchdowns. I do. I love. Was that our man? Uh, JD, who or, or that that got JD it loose Bill, on that touchdown, seven yards out. Yeah, and then yeah, twenty-one to ten, and you're thinking, yeah. okay, get a stop, get another stop. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And, but it, and they got the stops. They just could not get anything in rhythm on offense. I mean, they they yeah. struggled all day trying to find something to work. So, but know, now then you all tee it up again in August, and we'll go again. Yeah, yeah. But you also did a good job. Of, you know, people get mad at play by play for when the opposing team. They don't like the announcers getting too excited for the opposing team. And, you know, yeah. some of our friends have been accused of that over the years. But you kind of <laughs> said, <clears throat> you said, uh, well, he's in the, you know, oh, uh, you know, it's big hole. He could go all the way. And you, you gave it a nice call, but you gave it, you gave it the proper amount of energy. It was kind of like, yeah, it, it, yes, well, yeah. Albany scored. That's not fun, and I like that. Well, I like you that. You don't want to be yeah. the big homer, but you want to make sure everybody knows that you're uh, you're pulling for the team in purple. So correct. If people three yeah. doors down hear you hollering about an Albany score, you got that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> no, but uh, doesn't work uh, out that well. You probably yeah, have yeah. to come back. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna look up this. There's a there's a great. Te- I've been hearing about this place, this unbelievable Tex-Mex place. In Arlington, that supposedly has incredible Christmas decor. I mean, it's something that Lark uh, and Coach Tusa would just love. Just kind of a a holiday win. I mean, just a it's a really neat deal. So I'm going to try to find the name of it. Lark is Lark. I mean, he's all about festive stuff like that. And so, yeah, I think that'd be great. We can maybe stay until dark and then go see some of the lights in Arlington. If, if, uh, yeah, it's called inter. It's called interlocking. You go see the Arlington Lights, and if 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 Lark did not have uh, a Christmas a Santa's hat on while he was doing stats today, I'll be very disappointed. You know, you know, he sounds... had a baseball cap on that said Richfield High School or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the Sugarland Express. Thank you. Yesterday, yeah, I was talking about the great Ken Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I heard uh, you talking about him yesterday, and I thought I'd just drop you a little note. Oh, I know. But see, you can't ever start naming great running backs because you always leave somebody off. And and Absolutely. then after I got off the air, I was thinking about the Temple Tornado. I was like, oh, oh, yep. oh. I didn't say Kenneth, but I mean, I, that's uh, that's uh, there's a royalty across the state. But uh, listen, y'all have fun, and uh, and tell all my my folks from Malakoff. I said, hey, I. I used to really – oh, I gave them fits. All right. (laughs) You guys have a great day. And if I don't talk to you guys, have a Merry Christmas. Oh, you will. But but same to you. Same to you. All right. All right. Have a good day. There he goes. Tom Barfield. Tommy B. um, Joining the Matt Mosley Show live from doing a call there at uh, at, uh, AT AT&T Stadium. 
And uh, what a what a cool deal. What a cool venue. What a great thing this is. Okay, Aaron, speaking of great venues, great things, we do have Stevity Sports Corner coming up. And I uh, also need to get you caught up here in a second on a couple of breaking news items. Uh, that is all next. Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. The Baylor women headed to San Antonio to play Miami coming up this Saturday. 3.30 for the countdown to tip off. It's a 4 p.m. tip off Saturday for Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. Tune into Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the Foundation Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, how lovely are your SUVs? Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, I love the trucks you have for me. Strong and tough with luxury, room for all my family. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, you are the dealership for me. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval. Consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Get there early for the two guns that will be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. 
In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And um, lots to get to. I like this one, Aaron. Micah Parsons is a big fan of Josh Allen. He'll, of course, face the Bills on Sunday. He said he's jealous that Allen has been on the cover of Madden. He says, I know we're the Dallas Cowboys, so I know what type of Josh we're going to get. I don't think it's going to be the one that makes some costly decisions. I think it's going to be the one trying to beat on us pretty bad. I'm excited for the matchup. And then also uh, Dak, just speaking earlier today, um, about his be mentioned as the MVP front runner, uh, you know, I he said obviously if my name is in those talks when we're putting ourselves in the right spot, for me it's about continue doing whatever I can to put this team in the best position. And uh, he said, get that guy. Oh, and then CD walked by her and and let out a, a loud. <laughs> Woo Dak, like kind of a, kind of like a Ric Flair woo Dak. So that, having fun out at uh, the Star, everybody's excited as they are, Aaron, for our next guest. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> Is she, Aaron, is that you or is she clapping for herself? That was Ward. Ward Ward? was just in here. Yeah, Ward. Ward. (laughs) Ward gave you a hand. He did. I like that. that. Maybe, maybe it was a hand for you. Well, Ward Ward does that on a daily basis. Uh, (laughs) But 
Ward is always welcome to Stephanie's Sports Corner. And I'm sure Ward had his eye on all those high school games today. He did. Uh, we're all watching these. Uh, Malakoff. Malakoff right now in Franklin. Aaron, do we have we're a- watching it. Oh, what, what, what is it, Stephanie? Malakoff is uh, Franklin zero, Malakoff seven. We mm-hmm. are in the what, Aaron? I can't Second see right quarter. now. Second quarter. Malakoff just fumbled. So yeah, they just has... fumbled. Here, let me give you the play-by-play, Not... Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah. Second ahead, quarter, Aaron. four minutes, 12, first and 10. Four minutes left in the second quarter. Malakoff's head by seven. Nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. The state title uh, games continue. Tough one for Mart. Yes. Sad to say goodbye. Uh, I had something to bounce off you, Stephanie. This was uh, this was Jerry Jones was it was at the league meetings in Irving, Texas yesterday. Was quoted saying he's quote very reluctant to give up a home game to play. An international game. He said, if we do give up a home game, I want it to be Mexico. That's our natural synergy and affinity with our fan base. I've got a lot of business in Brazil. I'm one of the so so that's the thing. They're talking about in 2024 playing a game in Sao Paulo in Brazil, where they played some of the World Cup games. He said, I've got a lot of business in Brazil. I'm one of the largest automobile dealers there in Brazil, <laughs> but I'm not as interested in the Cowboys playing there as opposed to Mexico City. <clears throat> Maybe he wants you... to sell his cars in Mexico City. I don't know. What? Like, well, seriously, he, he doesn't want to lose any have money. An incredible following. They do. Uh, you know, Hispanic following. Um, and it is uh, the the fan base in Mexico is strong and if they went to Mexico City they would turn out in a huge way and that's why you hear Los Vaqueros and things like that uh the uh, the Cowboys have a strong base there but uh I just found that kind of funny and interesting that Jerry is one of the largest automobile dealers in Brazil I did not I didn't know that. That's never that's never occurred to me. Do we what? I think he's kept it quiet, but now the cat's out of the bag. So I mean, I didn't Stephanie, know that. What what line of cars do you think he has in Brazil? Like, if you were trying to guess, like what kind of Brazilian cars? What do you think he's selling over there? A Fiat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. That's know. An interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean. <laughs> These dealerships don't <laughs> normally lead with Fiat. It's kind of always maybe like a shot. I don't know. Maybe end. Chevy. I mean, think about mm-hmm. Brazil's what in South America. So what's ever closest? I don't know. I don't know what they. I've never Aaron, been. I don't know what they drive. I don't want to keep let Stephanie <laughs> keep going with that thread right there. <laughs> Chevy, because isn't it in South America? No, I said and, Brazil is in South America. Uh-huh. I know, maybe I know. Chevy because yeah. it's closest to North America. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, Volkswagen, you have to get from Germany. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe a Ford. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't even. Have you?
you been to Brazil, Matt? Aaron, are you looking this up to see Jerry? Do we know Jerry? <laughs> what do you think, Aaron? Do you have a guess on what what kind of what brand of car Jerry's moving over in Brazil? Uh, he's from Arkansas. Uh huh. Fords. Ah. Mm. Fords or Chevys. Aaron don't know. <laughs> no, Aaron. Aaron likes. <laughs> Hey, I don't know. Knows. I don't know. I mean, where I grew up, it was Paul Murray Ford. All oh, right. That Ford. was the deal. And then our, our good friend Don Wilson show, sold some Chevys, but <laughs> we were very close with the Murray family. So it was a long time before I could buy anything other than a Ford. Um, oh. And I still don't feel totally comfortable because the Murrays were such close friends over there on uh, over on Lewis Street. Okay, uh, Stephanie, what's on your mind today? I mean, I, I, I kind of liked your bowl angle the other day. <laughs> I was interested in, I mean, a lot of lately you've been doing a lot of charity work, mm-hmm. charitable, you know, who's going to be the man of the year in the NFL. I think you're interested in that. What do you, um, what do, what's kind of got your attention today? Well, uh, back to the bowl games. <laughs> I wanted to break, there was a, I read this article and I thought, huh, well, you know, if you're a true hard fan of, if you're a Baylor bear, right, you love to tailgate before the games, you know, so there was an article written on the top four best college football tailgates and the reasons why, and the top four are all actually in bowl games, so the first one Rated number one was LSU. And the reason why is because they take daiquiri machines to their tailgate parties. I thought that was funny. Along with jambalaya, gumbo, and crawfish. So um, they are Who is in this? A, Who is number one? LSU. Okay. Yeah, and, that does not shock me at all. <laughs> um, yeah, huge. but... Huge. Yeah, tailgate scene. So, right. So considering that they're playing in New Orleans, you know their fan base is going to New Orleans with their daiquiri machines. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, number two rated was Alabama for their yellow hammer cocktails or their Alabama slammers. I don't even know what's in one. I've never even had one, but it's a thing in Alabama at the tailgate parties. And you know when Alabama so- goes... Huh? So these rankings are based on like who has the best drink, uh, or food, tailgate? or food. Uh huh. Oh, food. Okay. This is all food and and drink, uh-huh. not food necessarily drink. you know okay. the football team running through the tailgate party. LSU and Alabama. For so far, it just seems like they're going with like the huge SEC brands. I don't. So far, I don't feel like whoever did this put a lot of research into it. <laughs> But but continue. <laughs> okay. Number three was the University of Texas because they do barbecue. Mm. They bring live music to the tailgates and they have yeah. beer, Lone Star beer. So, I mean, UT's not, it's still Big 12 right now. And then number four is the University of Tennessee. Now, this is what just kind of threw me for a loop. University of Tennessee, they are known for their spinach dip. And buffalo chicken dip. And that's what makes them special. So there you go. I'm just saying. Eric, can you look over there and see where this is from? Like, Tennessee, I I think we need to do some research and see if there's anybody we know 
that went to Tennessee that would say somehow they're associated with spinach dip, spinach <laughs> artichoke dip. I mean, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Me too, now, but. The gumbo, <laughs> the, the LSU stuff makes sense. The Alabama, sure. that All that makes sense. Now, see, I <laughs> thought they might. I think tailgating is a huge dress-up affair. It is. And they take it very seriously at Ole Miss. Yes, they do. In Oxford. So I thought they would be near the top. But that's a different deal. That's, that's a, a different deal. I mean, you could go to a Harvard or a Yale yeah. tailgate game, and you're going to find a charcuterie board, literally, and wine. I mean, you're just going to find cheeses and olives and crackers, yeah. a few of Sounds my favorite like things. describing the Longhorns to me. Well, it depends I mean, on what. Lo- <laughs> the Longhorns thing is relatively new. Like, the, the, the Del Conte has done a nice job of, like, creating some sort of avenue or party area I would say, I'm not saying they didn't have a tailgate scene, but he's kind of gotten it a little more focused. A little more sophisticated. Um, well, just better entertainment in a better area and maybe even a bit of a safer area where it's not just the normal everybody spread out all over Tarnation. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. But they yeah. were voted. Um, but when I saw Tennessee like, with a spinach dip, I didn't even knew. I, got, I didn't even know they I, grow spinach I, in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> God. I mean, that's not, that's not even, all they do is is have whiskey, Tennessee, <laughs> and Kentucky, and all of that. So, Tennessee I, whiskey, uh, yep. I mean, Aaron and I will do ma- a lot of research yeah, to determine I bet. if there's anything to this, because <laughs> trying to associate spinach artichoke dip with the University of Tennessee sounds very suspect. Well, you can and go to NBCSports.com and find the article. <laughs> We have them to blame. Yeah, blame them. Aaron, we are we are going. Today's the day we have to start having approval before we have any of these lists. <laughs> Stephanie, has don't to be hating on my list, man. You have to present these things to me by noon on the day okay. of Stephanie Sports Corner. All right, you got it. <laughs> or yeah, you got or it. I won't require that if you'll bring me some of that green sauce from our place. That I will sauce. bring you some. I will put some in a oh, jar for cu- you. Kukos, I like Kukos. I, I kind of like Kukos. what they do. Los Kukos, I like theirs. I also love that crema. I gotta say, over at Ninfas, mm. I've always loved that green sauce from Ninfas. It's very similar to Kukos. I like both of those. I, I like whoever's partnering with the station mainly, but I do <laughs> yeah. love. Like La Fiesta? Hello. <laughs> no, I like their, yeah, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a guy who, you know, Aaron and I are similar in that respect. We do not try to dabble in the, the drink, but at La Fiesta, don't they have like some colorful type margaritas they, and stuff? Yes, yeah. from my understanding, they have a purple margarita and you're only allowed two. So mm. I'm not sure what they're putting in it, but I ain't Aaron, partaking. What does that mean? What does that mean when Stephanie says, "To my understanding," because like, like she has not been over to La Fiesta <laughs> investigating all of this stuff. I investigate it, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I partake of it. <laughs> From what I hear, according to my sources, I yeah. like this. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, Stephanie. Is there anything else? Is there anything no. you would like to leave us with this week? We're uh, Aaron asked me to give you tomorrow off. Oh, no, really? 
He's looking at you. No, I'm you're saying kidding. I want you off tomorrow, Matt. I already I'm know. I'm kidding. No, we would not know what to do. We would just we literally we would just have dead air. Oh yeah. Well, I will tell you this. Malakoff is still seven. Franklin zero. Second and ten. Uh, Fifty-eight seconds left in the first half. So, good stuff. Good stuff. I appreciate the update. You're welcome. uh, (laughs) Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. I'll talk with you tomorrow, Matt. We we pray that happens. (laughs) It is (laughs) Stephanie's. Got the clock counting down. That's right. The hourglass. Oh, minute by minute. Stephanie's sports corner. Occurs every day at about 3.45, and there she goes off into the night. Now, Alvin Brooks the third is the associate head basketball coach for the Baylor Bears. They're getting ready for a huge game uh, in Detroit against Tom Izzo's struggling Michigan State Spartans. Mateen Cleaves is not walking through that door. Um. Who else, Aaron? I'm trying to think of great Michigan State people. Um, well, one of them just they, got suspended indefinitely. Oh, Draymond Green is not walking through that door. Um, and uh, Michigan State and the Bears get it on Saturday, and that's going to be great. But we'll have Alvin Brooks the third on with us next. Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cooks all along. All season. In the middle of the end zone, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills, live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2, here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit ubs.com slash relationship summary. Did you know... Now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Built to do more for less. That's the way we roll. 
with our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder for as little as $2.99 a month. Take care of landscaping, gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are valid now through December 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamond and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Alvin Brooks III joining us on the Mosley Show, associate head coach for the Baylor Bears. A.B., great to have you back on. How are things going? Going great. Going great. Thanks for having me back on. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Well, I, I always look forward to it. Um, and you're getting the Bears back up and running. They've had some finals, always a little bit of downtime. Um, and, and then you get to go to Michigan and take on Michigan State. A.B., I mean, this is a team that is down a little bit right now. They've struggled sitting there at four and five, kind of shocking uh, for a Michigan State team. But I would imagine playing, you know, the, the, playing in Detroit and the opportunity for some of those people to come see Michigan State, it's, it's going to still be kind of a hostile crowd. So, I would imagine uh, you're making sure the players don't underestimate the Spartans, even though they're a little bit down this season. 
Yeah, they, I mean, it's still Michigan State, and Coach Izzo is still the head coach. And so, you know, they have a culture that is used to winning, and so that's something that we know that they're accustomed to. So um, we're definitely expecting them to play at their best. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be uh... – it's going to be fascinating. Now, when you have players who are returning to their roots, you got a man from Flint, Michigan, and uh, Jay Nunn. I mean, this is uh, this has got a lot of great players have come from Flint, but you know he'll have a lot of family. There'll be a lot of excitement for him to be home. Like, how do you do? You just kind of leave that alone, or do you try to counsel players when they? When they have a, a option, you know, opportunity to return and play in some in front of family and and uh, and all that, how do you how do you kind of handle something like that? Um, you know, it's just I think he'll be a little emotional at the beginning, just because mm-hmm. that's a that's a part of it. Um, having a chance to, I know he's played in front of his his mom and dad quite a few times. They've been a co- to quite a few games already here at Baylor, so. He'll be accustomed to that. I think it's all the immediate family. I have no idea how many family members he have coming to the game, but I know his adrenaline them will be running. But you know, for us, it got to be the same old boring habits um, that we do every day to make sure we, you know, we help him play at the best that he could play. All right, y'all live for these games, don't you? And Scott has always. Um... I mean, seemingly uh, likes to play a tough schedule. I think it helps. I mean, you have such a tough conference schedule that'll start yes, up in do. in January. But like the Duke, and I'm going to be there by the way. The Duke game in New York. That's going to be okay. that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and I was watching Duke last night, trying to do a little scouting, get a get a feel for what they're. <laughs> what they look like, but uh, what are these kind of matchups, especially some of these neutral court matchups? I mean, I think Michigan will be a great, uh, you know, Detroit, that'll be a great environment. I think um, the Duke people and the Baylor people are going to show up. That was a scene. I don't know if you saw that the other night. UConn played at Madison Square Garden, and, I mean, that place looked like it was rocking. I mean, that looked like a great scene. Um, what What are those, why do you all like, these kind of games so much other than what it does for your resume what does it do for your team well to be the best you have to play the best and you know like the Bible verse says iron sharpens iron and so for us we want to continue to sharpen ourselves and the only way to do that is play the best and anytime you can play in the NBA arena you know kids grow up coaches grow up dreaming of playing or coaching in the NBA arena so anytime you have a chance to do that, you want to make sure that you can. And so, you know, I think our guys, uh, they've watched it on TV so much, and now they're actually playing on their court. And just the feeling that you get being on NBA court and the feeling that you get being in arenas that's packed is always great doing something. And people, they love what you're doing, and they show the support. So for us, it's kind of a dream come true, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, no, they're going to be more excitement in there than when the Pistons are playing because the Bears, <laughs> <laughs> this may be a more entertaining game than what they've seen. Although our old buddy Cade, we root for him. I hope uh, I hope they do turn yeah, the corner at some point. Yeah, yeah it's got to be fun for you, by the way, to watch these teams that have Baylor players. Keontae George, 
had 30 points. I mean, think about all the great players Utah's had. Donovan, Carl, uh, the mailman, you know, uh, Stockton, all the greats. And, like, nobody, no, he was the youngest guy to ever have a 30-point game for that organization. I mean, that is, that's pretty amazing. How, how fun is that for you guys to watch these games and then watch your players, especially with Keontae, having an immediate impact? I know it's not a, a great team that he's on right now, but that's a great situation to take over as the point guard, learn on the job, and then to flourish like he is. I mean, that's got to be a great feeling for you guys just having spent a, a year with him. Yes, it's a great feeling. I mean, anytime, you know, I think he is uh, special because, you know, I've had the pleasure of watching him since he was in the seventh grade. And so to see him from the seventh grade to now being – you know, he was 20 years old and 33 days when he scored 30 points to be the youngest ever in Jazz history. I mean, it's it's kind of things that you talk to him about when they're young, but you you know you pray that that comes true. And so to see that it actually is coming true and he's able to live out his dream, I mean, that's it's it's a blessing to be honest. It's a blessing from God to see that he's able to live out his dream. And that's what I would, you know, I know y'all use that with recruits, but, I mean, you're getting all these lottery picks. Um, I mean, I guess you he wasn't technically a lottery, but first-round pick. And, uh, you know, Davion was a lottery pick. Sohan was a lottery pick. I mean, you can just point to so many of these guys. And uh, uh, that's why, I mean, I, yeah, the team down to the south of us, I, if you point me to the last guard that was taken as a lottery pick, and I'll, I'll let you know, but that's okay. I don't want <laughs> to stir up too much. But, yeah, I was, uh, as you know, I was a little frustrated with a recent decision. But uh, you guys continue to bring in these unbelievable players. And, like, with Walter this year, I mean, this is uncommon to be mentioned as a top three pick in the draft or at least a top five uh certainly a lottery pick and yet I don't he doesn't get caught up in like if he doesn't have a big scoring game I don't know you you couldn't tell it like he kind of like I couldn't believe that one game Scott didn't put him back in after he had foul trouble and yet he he was over there cheering everybody on I mean it's a pretty cool thing how you get people like that to buy in to the culture when, when again, he could be someone like a lot of players wanting his shots, wanting his points. Um, is, is is it pretty uncommon to see a kid like Walter who doesn't seem to let his ego get in the way, even though he's being talked about as the next big thing? Oh, it's very uncommon. He's a very uncommon person. Um, it's not normal that a five-star projected five pick um, – is very selfless the way he is. And um, like you said, he didn't come into the game um, against Florida, I want to say it was. And, you know, watching the film, he was on the bench cheering um, like you would have never known. And, you know, I think one thing that also, you know, he had two points at home against a team and he still was the best teammate and he still won a defensive award for – you know, having the best defensive habits for that particular game. So, 
you know, he's a well-rounded person. And I think, you know, that's a big reason why we've had a lot of success is because he, he hasn't let anyone from the outside affect, affect him. And therefore it doesn't affect us. Yeah. This is, seems to be an unselfish team. Alvin Brooks, the third on with us, uh, associate head coach for the bears. Um, Eve, Missy, Missy, I, I mean, I, this is kind of crazy. I mean, I, sometimes people put these top 10, top 10 freshman list. And like, when I don't see him on there, I'm like, what are you guys watching? Like, you know, They're I think not. we get locked into who scores the most <laughs> points, right? But it's like, if you are doing it on who impacts the game the most, he should be a top five freshman in the country, along with Jacoby, of course. But, I mean, this is uh, – talk about uncommon. I've seen a lot of really good big men. I mean, Epe was a lottery pick. I mean, I watched him. He was a skilled offensive player. He did a lot. But, I mean, nobody – I haven't seen a big man at Baylor – like this in terms of the athleticism on the dunks on the alley-oops and then the shot blocking i mean it's like i it's how old is he is like eight is he just turned 18 or something it's just kind of crazy maybe 19, when you think yeah, about how young 19. is he 19 now golly maybe maybe 19 okay uh i i just he's he's just unbelievable and and you almost can't throw it too high Right, he can finish all that stuff. Who do AB? You've seen a lot of great players. Um, who does he kind of remind you of? I, I've been hearing Capella. That's what Fran throws out sometimes. But I mean, I I don't really remember anybody like this at Baylor. Like I kind of remember the guy at Kansas being a dominant, massive guy. Uh, but he didn't as a who I'm thinking about. But he didn't have this guy's athleticism like he wasn't as quick and as big a leaper as uh Misi. yeah um as a bookie was you know i think i think you know you, you have to compare freshman to freshman because as a bookie was greater later and mm-hmm. eve is just a freshman and you know he's surpassing every expectation we had as a staff and he just he continues to get better. What I love about him is he's a sponge and he wants to get better. And I think his best basketball is going to be, you know, when he's a professional, but I think he's grown tremendously since the first time he's came on campus to now. And I mean, I think, I think he's very underrated. I agree with you. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, I think he's had two double doubles and maybe more, but, and some of the, he probably could have had more, but you know, he's blessed to be on a great team to where he hadn't played as many minutes some games because of the score. But he's definitely a guy that, you know, I think is I agree with you is very underrated uh, when it comes to all the freshman lists. Yeah, we'll get him. I'm gonna. I <clears throat> I've been calling everybody out when they do that. All right, and uh, uh, so I uh, when they leave him off, so we'll. We'll take care of that, won't we? All right, I know you need to get going. I, I will say, A.B., keep doing whatever you're doing with Ojanwana. I mean, my gosh, I mean, the guy puts it on the deck. I guess that was against Seton Hall. Y'all hadn't played in a while. And, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he's a – that was unbelievable. He dribbled four or five times and then punched <laughs> on some people in the lane. I mean, were you – I mean, I'm sure you see things like that, but – 
to see it in a game where he takes off from about 18, 20 feet out, um, that, I mean, that had to be pretty exciting for the staff to see. Yes, it is. I mean, Josh has, he has some things that you can't teach. And I think he surprises a lot of people when he does it. But, I mean, he's, he moves his feet about as well as any big man I've ever coached. And he's very, very coordinated. And that's just, you know, him being able to take one or two dribbles and take off. That's one of the few things that he could do that that shows the talent that he has. And so I think as time goes on, he'll continue to show flashes of of those kind of things, which are very, very tough plays to make. All right, A.B., uh, I appreciate it. Let's get back to New York. That's become the Bears' home away from home. We'll get some cheesecake. <laughs> what what kind of cheesecake did great. you go with at, at Junior's Cheesecake? What's your did you go classic or did you uh, did you get some strawberry involved? Yeah, I'm a very I'm a classic type of guy. Uh, okay, I, I I stick to I'm a very simple guy. So, yeah. but it was it was great. It was great cheesecake. I'm actually I'm looking forward to having another piece. To be yeah. honest, let's go to Carnegie Deli and get us one of those massive sandwiches. I'm a pastrami guy. I don't know if you're corned beef or turkey or which way you like to go, but let's do something like that, all right, when we get to New York. Those delis, man, I love that stuff. I I can't get enough of that. And they give you one of those huge pickles. You get a massive pickle, and then put some of that hot mustard. I'm a mustard guy. Uh, those deli, that's that's kind of what I like. Um, people like a lot of things about New York, like Broadway. For me, it's about eating. Uh, and and A.B., you've seen, you've seen me, so that wouldn't shock you. <laughs> but, I, I love but, uh, eating, too. I understand. Yeah, all right. And, uh, but, uh, all right, well, listen, have a great afternoon, and uh, safe travels to uh, Detroit. And, man, that's going to be fun. i, I got to figure out which network that's on and, I imagine ESPN, but that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Our man Fran, by the way, just runs around the country. I mean, I'm watching a, a random Duke Hofstra game, and there he is. Like he, it's just like, what's this guy calling a Duke Hofstra? He just never stops. He's like that official that travels all. Who's the guy that loves being seen? John, um, what's the official? Oh, the blonde-headed guy that I mean, he does like seven games a week. The Big Twelve official, you know what I'm talking about. John, whatever. But anyway, Fran, Fran, Fran loves running around the country doing these games. All right, AB, I'll holler at you. All right, thank you. All right, you bet. There he goes, Alvin Brooks the third. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at syntexsportsfan.com. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Holiday gift giving is now upon us at Morrison Gifts. We want to give holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, enjoy special pricing on select items weekly through Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, Sweet Grace, and Times Candles. At Morrison's, you'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath and body, baby, and of course, Christmas decor. Let us build the perfect gift basket and remember free gift wrapping. Local delivery is available and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Don't miss the year-end inventory sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Save big on in-stock storage sheds, ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dog kennels, porch swings, and gliders. Conveniently shop online at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 26 years. Stop by their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or Highway 77 in Lot. Call Lone Star Structures at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sale in soon. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails. 
cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thanks to uh, A.B., Alvin Brooks III, co-associate head coach of the Bears, along with John Jacobs, the team heading to the land of Sparty, that's actually East Lansing. They're going to Detroit, but uh, they'll show up. The Michigan State people will show up in Detroit. Now, Aaron, one thing I don't have a grasp on, we could look this up, is like the, the you know, what is it from Ann Arbor in Detroit? What is it to East Lansing? And like how, and then also from Flint, the home of one Jaden Nunn, starting guard for the Bears. I thought that was an interesting part of the conversation with A.B. Aaron, like how do you prepare a guy for going home? This has always been circled on the calendar after you get Jaden Nunn uh, from Flint, Michigan, and he's going to go play in front of a crowd in Detroit. A lot of his people, um, I, I think a lot of folks wanted Nunn. I mean, it's it's uh, – you know, like Ray J's a Chicago kid. Uh, Illinois wanted him. None had Michigan and other teams interested. Uh, and he's he's with the Bears. I mean, this is a and this is another national showcase type game where Eve Meesey can kind of start doing his thing. And man, that's a. That's exciting because he impacts the game in so many different ways. And uh, so that's going to be interesting. Now, breaking news uh, over the past 24 hours that we really hadn't had a chance to talk about. And, of course, Aaron's got some stuff coming up in Campus Confidential. The Alabama quarterback has made an announcement. Uh, We'll we'll react to that. Um, The... uh, the, there's a lot of the teams. This is the day where teams either start ruling players out for the NFL. We'll uh, we'll keep our eye on that. Um, Aaron, a guy we mentioned recently with Draymond Green, who played at Michigan State. Since we last were talking yesterday, he has been indefinite. He's got an indefinite suspension for punching Phoenix's. Uh, Nurkic, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, uh, in the face. Um, they, on Thursday today, the Warriors GM Mike Dunleavy said uh, it, part of the decision to not put a hard number on Green's suspension was to ensure there would be time for Green to get himself in a place where he can be around the team long term. They are truly approaching the indefinite timeline as such and have no idea in mind as to when Green could possibly return. Uh, I mean, I, Aaron, like, 
you can change some things in players' behaviors, and maybe they lower their technicals, and maybe you can get like Luca, even Dirk back in the day, like, hey, spend less time going after the officials. Like, have we ever seen anything in Draymond Green's career to suggest to us that he's going to stop doing these things? Like, it's who he is. And back in the 80s, Bill Lambeer and others, uh, Rick Mahorn, um, funny that I just keep saying the bad boy Pistons, but they just, they were not, they were never going to change. It's who they were. And, and they were, they were goons, whatever you would call it. In hockey, you would call it that. But, you know, they were, they just, that's what they did. They were there to antagonize. And Aaron, I think, I think the thing is about Draymond is as he's lost more and more of his scoring ability, he used to be able to do everything. Great passer, great defender could score, tremendous teammate. You know, this really got going the wrong direction when he punched his own teammate at a pra- – like, I mean, horrible. Like, you know, just a really bad – I'm trying to remember, Aaron, was that – would it be a sucker punch? Oh, or absolutely. He, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I mean, trying to remember if the guy saw it push, coming or not. Yeah. He did, wasn't expecting his teammate exactly. to punch him in the face. Yeah, and just yeah. the last – I don't know what, 18 months, he's had that. He stepped on Sabonis's chest. He almost choked Rudy Gobert out. You go back and look at that video, you can see the fear in Gobert's eyes because he can't breathe. He's li- and, he, and Green just kept holding on and choking him, even after multiple people were trying to get him off of him. And then there's this latest incident where he's just spinning back fist nurry. It's, it's ridiculous. It's they let him get away with it his whole career, which was the first mistake. But I'm glad they're finally trying to do something. Um, Dunleavy said his ability this year has been great. His av- availability has not. Green has missed a total of eight games due to suspension, injuries, or personal reasons this season and has been ejected from three more. Aaron, I, I like the theory that one player put out that he will he likes to get himself ejected out of games um, when Steph's not playing. Like if something happens that Steph can't play or he's out for a game, they they say Draymond always tries to either sit or get himself kicked out of the game. Love the theory, and 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 I think some of the numbers actually back that up a little bit. Um, the Warriors are now 10 and 13. And while you kind of think they'll get it together at some point, I mean, it, it's this is a it's an important player to them. Um, <clears throat> he said he hopes this saga and suspension will end differently than the others. I, I just don't there's nothing in him. Now, Aaron, the one thing I've seen him change one year he said he was going to stop going after the officials so much. And he kind of did that. I don't know if he's still doing that, but, like, he went through a phase where he wasn't constantly going at the officials. But, I mean, I just don't. At some point, like, for instance, Aaron, John Morant is such an unbelievable talent that he's worth fighting for 
in, in, in dealing with all these suspensions and the headaches that he brings. He's that great. He's that great. Now, I mean, he's, a, he's foolish and does things that are just, you know, mind-numbing. Like, oh, is that a good idea to be in a public place and get a gun out? That, that's great. That's great. Even though I don't think he, like, brandished it or whatever in one of these pictures. He just got it out. Still, you're, you already have this reputation, and you're doing that. And then recently, you know, he's up for something that happened a while back with a teenage kid. Like, a, I, I forget how old the kid was. He was actually, you know, 19 or something. But getting in a fight with the kid on his property, a pickup game. And he punched him, and he said it was in self-defense. I mean, and again, I forget how long ago this happened, but it's always going to be something for him. At some point, Aaron, you, you're not good enough as a player for a team to put up with all the issues. He's get, he gets paid in a huge amount of money, Draymond does. But I think, I Aaron, you may have a different thought. I, I don't even think it's close. His value at this point, is even close to what it was even like two years ago or the last time they won the title. And it's not as cl- it's not even close to John Morant. I mean, you might make an argument that, you know, his teammates love him and he's an enforcer and he's a leader or some of those things. But ability-wise, I mean, he's just nowhere, and I'm not even talking about scoring. I'm just talking about everything they bring. I, I, I kind of understand why Memphis has to jump through hoops, and they know they need Ja. I think we're getting to the point where Golden State has to move on from this guy. And it's weird because he's been such a huge part of the fabric and winning the titles and all of that. Like, I, I don't... I don't think they have... You know, they, they still would have been successful, but I, I do think he was a very important part. And Aaron, he was so important that in that one series where he got suspended, they gave up a 3-1 lead. Was that over the Cavs with LeBron? I think it was. Um, yes, that was when Kyrie hit that shot. To yes, yes. So, And they probably win if he doesn't get suspended and plays that game seven. Correct, correct. I mean, and he got suspended – for two games, I think that's when they came back. He may have been around for Game Seven, but I can't remember. But you're totally right. He, he, his absence helped Cleveland turn that series around. And and this guy doesn't learn. He doesn't learn. So I don't. Um, I would way rather take my chances on a young, incredible scorer like Ja, who still has five years left of being an all-star then Draymond who's probably seen his last all-star game and uh I, I think you got to move on do you agree or do you, would you keep putting up with this no and it, look I, I was used to be used to be a huge Draymond Green fan I, I just love the way he plays and the energy he plays with he does all the little things that a lot of guys don't want to do Plays great defense, one of those glue guys. But mm. I mean, it, it's his whole career. He's it's you know, groin shots out of nowhere, you know, spinning back fists, stomping on people's chest. It happens three or four times every season. And you know, actually, 
when he stomped on Sabonis' chest and was still like, oh, yeah, I got to put my foot somewhere, I was like, you know what, I can't, I can't root for this dude anymore. It really gets old. Yeah, I think that's where we are with uh, Draymond. And uh, congrats, by the way, Aaron, the Lakers will hang a banner for their in-season <laughs> tournament championship. I was, uh, I was told by Shehan Jayaraja, because I made the same point, I was like, somebody was talking about how Jordan would have reacted, and they said he would have absolutely wanted to win that tournament, which is true. He wanted to win every game. But I was like, Jordan wouldn't have celebrated with champagne or hung a banner. And Shahan said that was a, an NBA thing. I was like, well, still. <laughs> I, I just, a little much for a tournament that the only, only benefit for the players is a little extra money. They need to add yeah. something else to it if they want people to care. Well, it did, it, it did better than I thought it would. And even the the bit players who aren't even active for games, all of them get 500K. So even LeBron and those guys, like, I mean, again, I know he has untold millions. But when you have a chance to help dudes who are making the minimum win 500K for sitting on the bench, I think it, I do think something kind of kicks in. But it's funny that such a proud franchise would hang a banner for something this ridiculous. And by the way, if they were, if they put that in the old uh, Chicago, you know, the, the center, United Center, if they put that up in the United Center, Jordan, even if they won it, would have climbed up there and taken it down. He, he, he He's too prideful, and, and he would not allow that. He would not allow that to happen. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside it is time for Campus Confidential. Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. The Baylor women headed to San Antonio to play Miami coming up this Saturday. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball on 104.9 FM. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. 
Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And, um, man, this is... We got a lot going on today, and we got a lot of college. We got the the portal is still going. We got Texas players leaving. Aaron, they're not supposed to go on the portal when they have a <laughs> chance to win a national title. But you kind of understand how this happens. The Rangers just made a signing. We'll tell you more about this guy, Aaron. Two year deal, Tyler, and it's. Uh, 
I think he was with the Twins. He's coming back from Tommy John. And it's M-A-H-L-E. And I don't know if that's... Molly? Could be Molly. It could be male. But M-A-H-L-E. And um, we'll look it up, and we'll be able to tell you all. But we just saw the breaking news. Right-hander was transferred to the 60-day injured list on May 5th and underwent season-ending procedure on his throwing elbow on May 22nd. And by the way, he did his surgery, Aaron, with the Rangers team physician, Hmm. Dr. Keith Meister. That's probably a big Uh, reason why they signed him. uh Uh-huh. Get that good report. Uh, Over the last four seasons, dating back to 2020, the 29-year-old Molly is 22 and 18, 390 ERA, 424 strikeouts, over 71 games, 70 starts. And... He ranks among major league pitchers with at least 350 innings pitched over that span in strikeouts per nine innings. He's 17th. His strikeout percentage is pretty good. Opponent batting average, not bad, 228. So, I don't know. I'm intrigued. Count me intrigued. Probably won't be ready, Aaron, as you and I were talking about. At the start of the season, um, he was acquired by the Twins from Cincinnati in exchange for Spencer Steer and Encarnacion Strand. Yeah, anyway, we'll, uh, we just like to monitor things when there's some breaking news. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for what you do, and thank you for sponsoring a very popular segment, Campus Confidential. Aaron, what do we have today? Well, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, yes, uh, Sorry, Malik Murphy, who entered the transfer portal for Texas yesterday and is going to leave before they play in the college football playoffs. Uh, How Pete, dare he? I know. It, way to come. But he wants to get to his new school. I, I understand mm-hmm. that. Uh, on that, real quick, ESPN's Peter Thamel joined College Football Live on ESPN2 today and gave a preliminary list of schools to look out, to kind of be on the lookout for as far as Murphy is concerned. USC, South Carolina, Georgia, Oregon State, Syracuse, Duke, and Baylor were the seven schools that he named. Well, enjoyed watching him. He filled in admirably, and he's one of the reasons the Longhorns have this opportunity because when Ewers was hurt, he came in, played well, a couple of games. I think he played the whole game, started against the University of Houston. And I think there might have been one other game before Ewers came back. So let's uh, let's hold a thought for the young man. I like the Toledo guy. I feel like our Boise State friend has already been spoken for. I've lost track, Aaron, of our UNT guy. I kind of like that guy. Chandler Rogers. Yeah, the receiver went somewhere else. I don't think Rodgers has committed yet. Okay. Now, I did see, Aaron, where that guy from UTSA, that's such a great pass rusher, in a, in a, in a moment of the rich getting richer, <laughs> he's visiting Alabama and Ohio State's off the list. Now, whoever had this information, I think they were from On3Sports. I think it was our guy, Aaron Nakos, 
That guy Nakos, we were talking the other day to one of our guests about Nakos. He's the uh, portal guy. Aaron, in our next life, our next career, why don't we reinvent ourselves as portal experts? Like, who would have ever thought that would be a thing? But I think they're <laughs> very marketable. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, and, but, and I would do it, except I don't know where to find the information. <laughs> Somebody would have to point me to the portal. I, I can follow all the information, but I don't know where to go get it. I, don't, I, need, I think I need a portal password. Anybody wants to slip me one of those, please let me have that. I would love to peek inside that portal and see what I could find. All right, Aaron, continue, sir. Conley, Ole State defensive back and receiver Kobe Black, the number 21 overall prospect in ESPN's 2024 National 300 and rated the third-best cornerback in this year's class, has committed to the University of Texas. The 6'1", 190-pound black had 41 tackles this year, two tackles for loss, two interceptions, and three passes defended in 10 games for Connolly. He chose, chose Texas over offers from pretty much every major college, including LSU, Oklahoma State, and Texas A&M. Well, congratulations, and... Uh... What a, I mean, what a great player. Um, you know, his his brother came out of Conley, went to uh, Oklahoma State. Um, that was Corey Black. And I remember seeing him in that Baylor championship game. I think he was already on the team back then. In fact, Aaron, I was trying to find out, like, if he's still, Oklahoma State had so many players transfer. I was trying to to look but it looked like he was on the roster for Oklahoma State this past season 2023 but uh great great uh player and uh congratulations to that family and what a what a remarkable deal and uh you know University of Texas at some point Aaron he'd been connected to other schools and that this is a big one for uh, for the University of Texas to uh, come into Conley and get a great player like this. And we're happy for any of our local kids who get a huge opportunity like this. I would prefer they stay right in town and play at McLean Stadium. But uh, Austin is not too far away, and uh, the family will all get to go to the games. And uh, congratulations to his coaches, his position coach, Conley head coach, the whole thing. I kind of just feel good for everybody when these things uh, come about. And then, Aaron, we had the news the other day that Micah Hudson, we knew he was going to Texas Tech, but uh, he had the signature out the other day and signing. I don't. I'm still confused is, on that, too. I mean, I, I saw know. it and because. Uh, I know. It was all over the. A friend of the show social had. A, media. Yeah, I had some Twitter posts about it. I but know. I know. I thought we had to wait till the 20th to too. make it official. But maybe that that's when the true paperwork comes through. But for whatever reason, they needed to do their ceremony on on this day. Or That's maybe, fine. Maybe they let you do it early if you're signing with Tech because it takes the mail so long to get out there. <laughs> That's right. Tech. Long way to us. That's right. That's right. I used to. There used to be. Uh, uh, there there are weird mail situations where if you're trying to send something like from Waco to Dallas. The Waco mail 
before it comes to Dallas, we'll go to Austin, Austin and then yeah. turn around and come back to Dallas. I do remember things, something like that. So instead of like a two-day thing, it can be as much as a four- or five-day deal. But, Aaron, just try to try to use that excuse when you owe somebody money and you told them you sent them a check and you Thanks say, hey, yeah. that thing went to – that thing had to go to, like, several different counties. They don't generally buy that. <laughs> so it's better just to go drop off a check. All right, continue, sir. Alabama quarterback Jalen Milroe plans to return for his senior season after leading the Crimson Tide to an SEC championship and a college football playoff appearance this year. Milrow made, the, Milrow made the announcement today. He will graduate Saturday with a degree in business administration. He has he is a redshirt sophomore in eligibility, finished sixth this season in Heisman voting despite being benched in week three against South Florida after throwing two interceptions in the loss to Texas. He returned to the lineup to lead Alabama to 11 straight wins. You know, there's just something – you know, magical. I, he he gets benched. He comes back. He does the thing against Auburn. Now he's going to stay. Um, it, it just, I don't know. I remember when Hertz was there and then Tua after him. There's a stature. And, of course, they've had some other quarterbacks who are, you know, they're all of varying degrees. But, like, Milrow, he, having gone through that, indignity of being benched you can either pout go in the tank go in the portal and that that guy just dug in hung in there and so good on the coaches and milro for saying you know what this is the guy who won the job we tried these other things aaron they almost they they who is that south florida or south florida all apologies to our friends out there they're horrible. They're horrible. And they they only beat Alabama 17 or excuse me, Alabama only beat South Florida 17 to 3. And that's when they said we better put Milro back in. And all he's done is win every game since. And again, I don't I don't know what it is, but there's just they there, there's a it takes a certain kind of quarterback to flourish for Saban, he usually identifies the right one, and I just love this guy's attitude. I like a, a guy that takes the hit to the ego and then comes back. And then Aaron, that other guy who they replaced him with, has already transferred out and has landed somewhere. And I'd love to be able to tell you, but I can't remember. The, 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 all this portal stuff gets your head spinning. But that guy, <laughs> that guy went somewhere, you know, like, What'll be? I, I'm 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 kind of interested. By the way, who who goes to Duke? I mean, uh, whoever the quarterback. If I'm ACC school, Aaron, and I uh, and I have a quarterback who's great. Think if you're like Virginia Tech or or whoever. Didn't Baylor Baylor's old quarterback there, Kyron Drones? Like, if he has a great season, don't you like next season or whoever's there? Don't you worry about Notre Dame coming to get your quarterback? Well, they've done I mean, it the last two years. <laughs> yeah. They just basically cherry-picked the best mm-hmm. quarterback in the ACC. They yeah. went to Notre Dame. They could scout them because ACC just bows down and lets Notre Dame. If, if I, that, That's the final straw to me, other than this, this college football playoff thing. 
But if I'm Florida State, I'm like, to heck with you guys. To heck with you. We'd rather go somewhere where we're, we're, the, the, we're treated like the Kings. The, the, the team that's treated like the King is not even in the conference. It's one of the weirdest things in all of college sports, how everybody bows down to Notre Dame. I mean, I get that they're big time and it's a great brand, but it's it's like. And by the way, Aaron, have you seen how horrible they're in the ACC in basketball? You want to see a horrible basketball team? Go watch Notre Dame. They're 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 one of the worst Power Five teams in the country. Notre Dame basketball. Be careful what you wish for. They ran that one guy off that was there forever. That uh, that likes to get on the studio shows and uh, loves a good dress shirt with no sport coat. They love to get that guy, but but they ran him off, and now they are horrible. Aaron, who is the worst Power 5 basketball team in the country? Who would you say right now? Notre Dame's bad. Louisville, uh, close. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's exactly where I was going. Is there anybody horrible in the Big 12? Ooh, West Virginia. Now, they may get a few players back from this lawsuit. I think West Virginia's pretty bad, considering what they just went through. That's pretty bad. Anybody else come to mind? I would say any of those Pac-12 teams. Uh, Oklahoma State's bad. Ooh. They're 4-5, and five and they've, lost, they've got some bad losses in those five You know losses. what kills you is last night I was watching one of their old players take down Creighton. <laughs> Creighton's a great team. You know, that's like number eight in the country or whatever they were, number 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. And UNLV goes and plays Creighton. And it may have been at UNLV. I can't remember where that game was. And crushed them. And the guy who was just a monster in that game was named Caleb Boone. <laughs> and you guessed it, from Oklahoma State. I love that coach. I don't know why he can't. I don't know why he can't get it going there. I mean, they recruited Cade Cunningham, you know, one of the best players of the last five years in college basketball. But boy, they are bad. It's a great basketball school, and yet they are horrible at basketball. How very, bad? Very strange. On uh, November seventeenth of this year, one of their five losses was a sixty-four, sixty-six, sixty-four loss to Notre Dame. <laughs> So, yeah, they're, bad. <laughs> they're terrible. <laughs> we should do this more often. Who's the worst team in college basketball? All right, Aaron, you have one more. I know we got to get rolling here. Yeah, I do real quick. Uh, Oregon State quarterback Aiden Childs has picked his new school coming out of the transfer portal, and I bet you can guess what school it is, Matt. Okay, wait. From or from. This is an Oregon State kid. Who? Mm-hmm. Wait, say it again. Uh, Aiden Childs. There, he was their a- starting quarterback last year at Oregon State. Oh wait a second! I thought their starting quarterback at Oregon State was the 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 uh, oh, uh, you know the guy who used to be at um, Clemson. Anyway, where where did he go? Tell me. I don't know. He followed his coach to Michigan State. Ah, uh, Jonathan, our buddy Jonathan. Yeah, and he, he will you. immediately be the starter because every other Michigan State quarterback is in the transfer portal. So their quarterback room at least has someone in it now. 
which it didn't before this commitment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yet Baylor has the Michigan State O-line coach. All right. Look at that. Look at that. So, anyway, um, Bears continue to do some interesting things. All right, Aaron, good stuff. Another uh, award-winning edition of Campus Confidential. Oh, Aaron, what, we we got to mention the women did win, and we're about to talk about it. And we did we, – we, we had to run it early yesterday, so we're going to let you hear from Nikki Collin. But they did – you'll hear us talking about the scream game, the elementary school game that they played today. They did get that win today, 99 to like 37 over Delaware State. All right. Aaron, Delaware, great place to, to uh, house your corporation. Not a great place for women's <laughs> basketball. <laughs> All right. Nikki Collin joins the show next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. My house has a new Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The 
flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Get there early for the two guns that'll be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayafuels.net. That's mayafuels.net. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's so much freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin joining us live as they get ready for a game Tomorrow morning, the ever-popular 11 a.m. scream game. The elementary schools will show up. It's going to be fun over there. And I believe Delaware State is in town. But, uh, Nikki, welcome back to the uh, the, the Mosley Show. Nikki, do you have me? <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I didn't have you there for a second. What's, uh, what's going on? Oh, I was just—I was just saying. So, will you be down here at eleven with the kids, or what? Absolutely. I mean, I am—I uh, am—I was a—I was a father to an elementary school child who's now a junior in high school. Love those kids. Love that age. And you—you uh, you never know. I may—I may get right in the middle of them. I don't know if the teachers would like that, but uh, I got—I I think it'll be a fun atmosphere. Five or six thousand kids screaming. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be kind of fun. And then all is ten k tomorrow, so double that number. So you're gonna double the screams, but no, it should be it should be a good time. <laughs> it'll be good. Uh, good to have their energy coming off of finals. 
You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you always worry about that that post-finals game because of um, you've got this this combination of player excitement over no class for a month um, and excited, but also, um, you know, you're just not in the same rhythm. So hopefully the energy of the crowd will, will really get us going. Yeah, and then you got that Hall of Fame uh, series game, Baylor versus Miami uh, in San Antonio. That's kind of a cool thing. Uh, 4 p.m. ESPN Plus. And that Miami uh, team, since we last talked, we'll go back and talk about that Oregon game a little bit. But the Miami team is now ranked, and I don't think they've lost a game yet. So, I mean, it was always going to be kind of a fun matchup. It's become even more of a marquee matchup. And I would just think that's a neat opportunity for Baylor fans in San Antonio. And, uh, Nikki, as you found Houston, Dallas-Fort Worth, you go you go through pockets of Texas, and they're huge uh, Baylor uh, contingents. And that will be one, and I hope yeah. they all show up to support the Bears. But uh, that, that one's kind of that, – that seems like a fun game. Now, Miami – the Cavender twins have moved on. I think somebody, I think they may show up in the Big 12 or something. I was trying to remember. I think I saw one of them actually yeah. is going to play next season. Um, Correct. But, uh, right there. But, Dallas, it's yeah. you, Fort Worth. Though. I know sometimes people are sensitive. Not Dallas, it's Fort Worth. But, yes, TCU. Um, Haley's going to play. Hannah, Hannah's done playing, but but Haley is, is coming back and playing. So, uh, yeah, they they uh, really talented team. You know, they they certainly look different than they did a year ago uh, when they made the elite eight um, and had upset big upsets along the way to get there. Um, but a, a really athletic team, a very defensive minded team that has actually shot the ball really really well um, this season and had had a good road win at Mississippi State, um, a little closer than it, it looked against the fall at home, but. Um, yeah, 24th now, and I think um, you know when you when you play against teams that are coming off the season that they had a year ago, they they have a natural confidence about them, and they they did a good job in the portal, picked up a number of uh, players in the portal. A bunch of them are actually Canadian, um, but played at Arizona, played at Duke, um, and so I think they they've got a lot of talent. You know, they're gonna they play 10 players and um, should be a really really up tempo really exciting you know honestly you said exciting like i think it has a chance to be a really exciting team game yeah jasmine roberts is a name i've seen i think averaging 12 points per game how is your team doing do you feel like having about 10 days off and finals and everything like how do you try to keep them sharp do you do you get some good inspired practices during that time do you have to let them have some extra time to study how do you kind of manage trying to keep them sharp while also uh letting them uh you know keep their keep their grades and where they need to be yeah it's a little of both um certainly you're trying to coax sometimes um energy and effort out of them in the midst of you know a couple days off here then a couple days on and then a day off you know really trying to match up our most challenging you know final days for us were last friday and monday um, but we have a few that have finals this afternoon and then are officially done. Um, so you try to balance the two. Um, you try to get them to sweat, you know, just to maintain some conditioning and get up and down. Um, it's really hard to uh, 
add a lot during this stretch. Like their minds are are not uh, in that. Like let let's add a lot of new plays. Let's you know. So it's sometimes mm-hmm. it's just being keep it trying to keep them sharp. Um, you know, and and I think you know the challenge is always you know, and and I I told them this today. Um, you know, it's awesome. Um, that that we're undefeated, but I think that we've prepared up to this point to be where we're at. You know, we've we've worked um, for that record. You know, and you just can't get caught up in. Um, you know, we're the only team in the country that that men's and women's teams are both undefeated. That's awesome. It just goes to show you that the men are off to a great start. We're off to a great start. Um, but you know, an Instagram story, a, a graphic. Um, doesn't mean anything um, 20 years from now. You know, the only thing that's going to mean something 20 years from now is a banner, you know, and so trying to keep them dialed into to the main thing and not the second in the country in assists or sixth in the nation in this or, or whatever, um, you know, it's, it's about playing good basketball day in and day out and preparing day in and day out and, and ultimately your legacy is left in the, in the banners and they'll, they'll be hanging in the rafters and that one Instagram post or story or highlight reel um, won't mean much, you know, but, but your legacy will. So really, I know that sounds a little deeper than most people want to hear right now, but it's, it's kind of trying to keep them from mm-hmm. thinking they're too good. Um, because I think that's when you get, that's when you get popped um, when you start to think, um, that you're better than you are, that you start to think that you, you believe the hype or you believe the, the post, and, and that's when somebody's going to get you. You know, you, if you want to be great, and I've said this a lot, if you want to be elite, you need to be elite in your approach, you know, day in and day out. So that's what we're trying to do over the break. Um, you know, certainly it, it'll be good to get back to playing games as, as nice as it is to, like, regroup even as a coaching staff um, during finals. Um, we, we recruit during that stretch. We, we stay pretty busy, um, but, but it's good to get back to game prep, game plan, um, you know, preparing them for the next opponent. I remember when that WNIT banner was like a big deal. You know, it's funny how perspective changes over the years. You know, there's, I think the men had an NIT at some point, and, of course, you win national titles, and it all changes. But I can remember when those were, and as we say goodbye to the Farrell Center, um, by the way, have you seen this Feral documentary or celebrating the Feral Center? You're in it, I'm told. You're one of the key, uh, you know, people uh, interviewed for it. Have you had a, a glimpse of, of this, or will you just kind of will you watch it um, online with everybody else this evening? You know, I'm gonna be honest. Like that's probably a postseason watch for me. Like um, <laughs> I'm a little more dialed so- into. You know, Miami game film. And yeah. I mean, we're we're about to be in a stretch where we, you know, play at 11 tomorrow, then leave for San Antonio in the afternoon and play on Saturday, get back Saturday night. We're here on Sunday. We leave for Florida on Monday, you know, play two in Florida, then go home. And, and so it's just there's like there's like that normal life stuff called packing and laundry and yeah and things like that. So for me, those are even when our time that first year I didn't keep up with it you know during the season it was very much a postseason watch as opposed to like yeah season 
Oh, yeah. I think I, I, I may have gotten on one of those. Uh, I never did get to see it. I think I. I think I they weren't able wow. to cut me out in time. Yeah, that that I don't know which episode hurt. it was. I'm kind of hurt, Matt. Like you didn't watch our time. No, I was in. I liked our time, and I kind of watched oh. clips of it along the way, like well, certain weeks. I didn't, but I didn't like watch it as a whole epic like I did with the Jordan documentary. I can't say that I did that, mm-hmm. but there were weeks right. that I kind of liked to jump in there and watch that. No, and you were okay. like, you'd be driving around in your car. They'd be in there in the car with you. I, I saw some of that. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, I, uh, feel, I, feel like, I feel like what you're telling me is you saw the promo. You saw the trailer. <laughs> <for> our- <laughs> no, I, I watched. I'm sure, I'm sure it's on your to-do list, but yes, I, I am calling you out. <laughs> I feel like I wasn't featured enough. It was mainly a protest, but I. I did. I I did watch a little bit of our time, but this celebrate the feral to me because I, I mean I was a kid. I was like in high school watching the Bears take down Nolan Richardson. Boy, you remember Nolan? You and I've talked about that before. But that of there course. were some fun moments. So that may um, this thing may appeal to me more than it does you. So I understand, even though Baylor Plus or whoever runs that probably wants you to be pushing these subscriptions more than you are. Uh, Nikki Collin on the Matt Mosley show. How are you going to call me out for not pushing <laughs> subscriptions more like that? This is live. We can't clean any of this up. <laughs> like, wait. Don't get me, me in trouble. You're not. You're As long as you're with me, you're fine. Okay. Just All the, right. No, I promise they'll blame it on me. Anything, anything, they'll be like, I can't believe Mosley did that. All right. That, well, in this situation, Let's be honest. They should be blaming. <laughs> That's I, I promise. I, 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 know. I do what I'm asked around here. I know you do. I know you do. I, I, know you do. I love I... my face. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, I'm the one who does not follow any sort of orders. If even if I were given some, um, Nikki Collin on the Matt Mosley show. Hey, look back at just look back at that Oregon game for a minute. I, I thought that was interesting. That. I mean, you won going away, you jump on them right off the bat, and yet you look back, I was I was going back over because, I, I mean, you, you didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Your guards didn't shoot it well. Obviously, uh, Bugs and Edwards shot it well, but a lot of folks in that game did not, and yet you win that thing going away against a program that has had a tremendous amount of success that had to be kind of a cool thing to, and I heard you talking about it after the game. You can't win them all the same way, or you can't, you know, you got to find other ways to win. And and I would say, probably you leaned on your defense a little bit in this one. Yeah, I, I um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I've talked about it before. Like I, you know, I, my roots are on the defensive side of the ball. You know, and I, I will always um, appreciate and make sure our players understand the importance, even though um, I've, I've really grown to, to love coaching the offensive side of the ball and, and kind of poetry in motion. And, and you know, when, when your offense is clicking, how much fun it is to watch us share the ball and, and make shots. Um, but I, I do. I, I think elite teams find a way to win any type of game. And, you know, if you want to advance in March, um, it's great to be good offensively, but you got to get stopped. And you you don't always make shots. Um, you don't always, you know, you might be tired. You may be 
third game in three days. You might be in a tournament setting, and you, you've got to know how to win um, games different ways. And I, I really thought it was the first game. Not that I, I think our defense hasn't been good in moments, but I thought it was the, the first game that um, we relied on it. And we relied on it to get us um, easy baskets, some steals and layups, some transition stuff, um, you know, and, and some, I thought Sarah getting defensive rebounds allowed our, our post to get ahead and transition even more than normal. So, you know, I, I did think it was a game that you know, we didn't shoot the ball particularly well. And, you know, we, we found a way to win. And hopefully, you know, as, as we push into December and, and have this time, um, you know, where they're not in class, that we, we do a good job getting in the gym and getting extra shots up. Because I, I do think when we're shooting the basketball, uh, well, we're going to be really hard to beat. So, and, and I think some of that was, was how Oregon played us. Um, their size, their length, they they were different, you know. I mean, they're they're lengthy at four of the five positions um, that they play, and sometimes three of the five, but sometimes four of the five. And so because of that, you know, it 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 impacts your finishing. It impacts you know how quickly you might take a shot. Um, and so I thought it was so good for us. I, I I look at every non-conference game as is what is it what is what is this game preparing us for. Um, either for tournament time or for a Big 12 opponent. Who does this team play the most like? What what offensively do they do that we're going to see again? What defensively do they do that we're going to see again? And we've just seen a ton of zone lately. Um, and so, you know, getting in a rhythm and being good against zones, you know, is going to be really, really important for us. All right. Are you going to – when are you all going to do go over to Foster Pavilion – and, uh, you know, kind of let them dribble around on there. I mean, it's a work site. You can't really just show up over there. you got to kind of let everybody know you're coming. And I guess you got to wear a hard hat as you're coming out of the parking lot. Like, how we all – when are you going to kind of start getting them used to that? Or, I mean, or is it like the first time they ever go out there and play or do anything? Will it's it be close. the game? Yeah, it's close to the opener. I mean, I think, you know, we, <laughs> we were lucky enough to do a walk site um, walk through today and they were sanding the court so that's getting closer to you know um (laughs) them finishing it and and being on it but i you know hopefully um a couple times you know we before we play the first game um but i can't say for sure um but uh definitely coming along and excited um for the opportunity to to get out there and dribble it whether it's um, two hours before the first game or 72 hours before the first game, you know, but yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that it's, it's going to be a construction site when we're not using it all season long, mm-hmm. you know, until yeah. the development done. So there's going to be a hopefully um, opportunity for us to get in there at least the day before home <laughs> games, um, get our opponents on there when they come to town and be out there for shoot around. Um, but that's probably going to be um, all it is, you know, this yeah. season anyway, um, before it really, really becomes home next year all the way around. By the way, that TCU roster is kind of interesting to me. Your former player, like three Pac-12 transfers. Like, I mean, I know people use the portal, but, man, that, that team, you talk about flipping a team in a hurry, uh, that's kind of an interesting – I mean, again, you've got some great transfers as well, but uh, – 
I think that's a well, that's a sign of, of modern times, isn't it? That TCU can be as bad as they've been for, and I know they've been competitive at times. Uh, but but I just looked at it the other night, and I'm like, wait, who's this? It's like a six seven. Some they got a six seven post player from Texas by way of Oregon, I think. I mean, yep, that's that's yep. a that's now, a good looking team all of a sudden. Yeah, he's Mark's done a great job. Mark Campbell has always been mm-hmm. a recruiter, was a good recruiter at Oregon State, Oregon. Um, you know, and then did a good job, obviously, at Sac State in a couple years there to, to get this opportunity and certainly, you know, use the porter, portal extremely well. Um, and, you know, I think, um, you know, what they've done to start this season is, is really good for, for them, good for the league, probably good for their recruiting efforts, you know, even going, uh, knowing that they'll probably need to hit the portal again in the spring because this is Sedona's, Prince's, like, sixth year. I mean, she went to Texas, had injuries, transferred to Oregon, didn't end up playing last year, had more injuries. They say it's the healthiest she's been. Mm. Um, He's certainly getting a lot out of her. I felt like at Oregon at times, um, she didn't kind of own the paint the way she's super capable of, and I think that's something high basketball IQ is doing a really good job of screening and playing and pitch actions with, I mean, Madison Connor's been on like a heater for a month, you know, so um, we're familiar with her having played against Arizona last year, but I think the freedom that she has, um, you know, at TCU, I mean, they, you know, I've watched a couple games where they were trying to let her break the record and she probably took five threes in the last two minutes of a game, you know, because they were just trying to get her uh, to 12 made threes or whatever, but um, you know, so she's just she's shooting the laces off the ball right now, as they would say if it was baseball. So uh, we don't really have laces, but um, she's just shooting it really well. And then you know, Jaden, Jaden is someone that's going to get it to good people. You know, I mean, it's Jaden's not scoring a ton, Owens for them, but she's yeah. doing a great job of getting it to Madison, getting it to Sedona, and Agnes was always kind of a role player at Stanford, but has had some big moments. Um, for them already so so yeah you said it I mean that's three Pac-12 players Arizona Stanford Oregon and then and then Jaden and and so because of that it's those four and I think he had a transfer um, uh, from the Big West or something I'm I'm not sure where their fifth starter yeah um, yeah from but but that's you know all five starters they they brought in from the portal and then um, the two they bring off the bench are, are returning players, um, but they're not real deep. But if I think that they stay healthy, they're going to – they run really, really good stuff. Um, you know, he does a good job offensively of getting them in ball screens, getting them in handoffs and pitches. And so I think they've they've looked really, really good and surprised some people. And so, yeah, that is, that is the – that's the time, though. You know, you can change a roster um, – in, in one off season, you yeah. know, and, and so, um, and, and I think there's with, with knowing that Jaden's a fifth, fifth year and, and Sedona's a fifth year getting the Cavender um, twin is amazing. I mean, she's really, really talented and, and probably is already enrolled in school for second semester. So we'll have a, you know, semester jump on, you know, understanding what they do and anticipate she'll just like fill in for, for Jaden. Um, come next year for them. So, yeah, Mark Mark's done a really, really good job. He's a good coach. All right, check out that lawsuit today, two-time transfers, uh, class action lawsuit for six different states. And uh, it's a little too late for our buddy Dre 
from last year, but this very interesting temporary uh, TRO uh, out there today that these players could play immediately until like the 27th before the next hearing. So I don't know how that impacts. This seems to be mostly men's basketball. Be interesting to see if the women's game is impacted at all. But that uh, NCAA lost a case earlier this afternoon. So check that out when you well, get an opportunity. Like I started like brainstorming. We saw that. I, I haven't read it. I, I can't okay. tell you I've read it in depth. I was thinking about who are the two-time transfers sitting out, like Star Jacobs at Arkansas Pine Bluff, who was really good at Arlington last year. Like mm. Pine Bluff just beat Arkansas. They get Star Jacobs, who was WAC Player of the Year. That could be like huge for them. Um, you know, Hannah Gusters, who played her freshman year here at Baylor, followed Coach Mulkey at LSU, left there last year. I think she's been waiting to get eligible um, in that situation. So, assuming that she would fall into that category, but I, I, I can tell you, I haven't, I haven't read the ruling. Just kind of the idea that all two-time transfers were suddenly immediately eligible. Interesting, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking of Gusters. I think she was from the Metroplex. I was just trying to. She was. Thought yeah, about played, her. played yeah. with Sarah in high school. Sarah Andrews at, in high school. So at Irving MacArthur, if memory correct. serves correct. Okay. You got it. Uh, okay, I keep up. I do keep up, and I got to get catch up on my hour time now. Uh, thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> way to way to bring it back. Way to bring it back. Baylor Plus, our time. Yeah. Hey, if you haven't gotten your Baylor Plus subscription. Make sure make sure you do soon because Mosley's calling me on it. So <laughs> that's right. We need the money. Come on, we need nil money. Subscribe today. All right, thanks, Coach. You got it. Nikki Collin on the Matt Mosley Show. This is ESPN Central Texas. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cooks all along. All season. In the middle of the end zone, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue. 
giving you pain-free movement again. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. A Central Texas tradition since 1898. Leard's Furniture and Appliance usually saves customers hundreds on their purchase. They feature a nice selection of products from outstanding manufacturers like Lazy Boy, Ashley, Flex Steel, Simply Amish, and Sealy Betty. Leard's Furniture and Appliance also offers free delivery and installation. Plus, if you need financing, they can offer plans to meet your budget. Located on the Courthouse Square in Gatesville, Leard's Furniture and Appliance. Check out their inventory today at Leard'sFurniture.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is uh, Matt Mosley and... uh, well, we've entered the holiday season. What a great time it is. Thank you, Nikki Collin. Thank you, Bears, for going out there and uh, just taking care of Delaware State and just knocking knocking them out. Um, I mean, I think that's great. The, uh, the Bears today score 90, 99 points. And I just uh, visited... Aaron for a little bit uh, earlier in the day with a neighbor who, and I, of course I've been dialed into Mart today, <clears throat> but had watched the bears. And I, I like that in a 99 37 win, my neighbor was like, bears look good today. I was like, well, I mean, they were playing Delaware state. I, I sure hope so. But you know what? You got to play to your standard, no matter who you're against. And I thought this was a cool quote 
from Asia Blackwell uh, talking about the 6,000 elementary age kids who were at the the, uh, so-called scream game today uh, for the Bears. Asia said, I was once those kids sitting in the stands watching my hometown college play. I aspired to be like that, to hear those kids yell if we miss a shot, if we make a shot, if we fall on the floor, it just excited all of us. How cool is that? The number 10 Bears are 8-0 to start the season for the first time since the 2018-19 season. Uh, Bella Fauntleroy off the bench in Blackwell, who's a starter, both finished with double-doubles. Uh, scoring 14 points and grabbing 11 rebounds. Sarah Andrews had 12. Yaya, Jana Van Geitenbeek, and Madison Bartley all finished with 10 points off the bench. I JVG, as we call her, I like her. I've always have. I, she came in in a big game against Iowa State uh, last year in the Big 12 tournament. And I had a front row view for that. I was down on press row, and and that's the only thing I'll miss about the women playing in that old, crazy, like our 1920s arena is that they let the media, Aaron, sit basically like when I say I'm, I was at half court or at front row, like it was just crazy, you know, like unbelievable view. And Van Guytenbeek came in that game and just took over and did some unbelievable things. Great assists, great defense, and uh, she scored 10. Sarah had the 12. I'm a big – now, Madison Bartley may emerge as like a three-point specialist, but uh, Sarah Andrew – I mean, Yaya Felder, to me, is the most exciting. I mean, there are other – I'm not saying she's the best player on the team, is she does she play with the most flair and is she the best passer i think the answer is yes and, and nikki and i have you know a lot of fun conversations as as you just heard but i mean i'm going to keep trying to i i i feel like yaya's got to average more than 14 minutes a game like she's that good but uh nikki has a great problem of having too much talent and uh, that's not a bad problem at all. So um, uh, Nikki said after the game, my goal is to remember the Farrell Center with cutting down a net and, go- and, uh, and to go to the Sweet 16. A building is just a building. It's the people in the building that make it special or make a season special. It's the fans that make games special. So I think that's cool. And I kind of like where she's going with that, Aaron, because she wasn't, you know, she's just been here for a couple of seasons. This is her, what, third season? I mean, so I, I don't I don't think like Nikki Collin needs to be out there. Oh, I love this building, or I'm in love with the Ferrell Center. Now, the, those of us that have been going to that building from the start, it is a bit nostalgic. And uh, we'll miss it, and we'll miss uh, some of the unbelievable moments. I I always thought it just kind of, again, I said this yesterday, Aaron, it gave us something that we were kind of proud of in the late 80s. I mean, you know, old Baylor Stadium, which became the case, Floyd Casey, you know, it, it was always, it, it was there and we were fond of it, 
but you had to drive across town. Um, I loved it because it was part of my childhood. Aaron, you grew up probably a stone's throw away from there. Um, I'm taking liberties. It would be a pretty good throw. But still, you it meant, it meant something to you because those were your first games to attend. But Farrell was the first thing, like, on campus that was just like, whoa. Like, I remember when the new baseball stadium opened and Getterman opened, and then the tennis facility in 2000, well, it probably would have been 98 or 99 or maybe around 2000. That Like, that tennis facility was awesome. But the Farrell Center was a big, big deal. And uh, I, I wish I'd asked Pat Nunley, like, what was favorite. He was, uh, he was like, talking about concerts. Aaron, do you ever remember going to concerts at the Farrell Center? Like, I, I, remember I think I saw Stephen Curtis Chapman there, and I think First Call came, like, when I was, uh, you know, during my welcome. Oh, I know who, I know who came for him. Oh, wait, was it for him? Anyway, some of those big Christian groups came. Do you remember going to any concerts at the Feral? I never went to any, but I remember some pretty decent concerts being there that I didn't get to attend. And now I'm blanking. There was a big country star that played there. Well, I saw Clint Black, but I saw him at Waco Hall. And that was a really fun concert. But, and I mean, I, I have to think maybe George Strait played the Feral Center. Something tells me he did. I think that's who I'm thinking of. Well, you would think Willie did, yet I, I I have some vague memory in my mind of Baylor not thinking it was appropriate for Willie to play on campus, <laughs> as crazy as that is. He's one of our own. He grew up in Abbott. You know, he was born in Abbott. He is a Central Texas guy. But I do kind of think that Baylor had a very old-school take to that, as well as they did with uh, – Hootie and the Blowfish agreeing to play a concert for free. Aaron, we turned them down, as I recall, <laughs> for the Baylor's first dance. All right, uh, it is camp. It is time uh, to say good night. It is the dismount. It's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. 
Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. It's time now for the Dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is time for the Dismount. And, um, man, this is a fun night. A um, lot going on. A lot of, uh, I mean, I t- Saturdays, I, I got excited just talking about it. Uh, Baylor and Michigan State will get it on at 1 o'clock. Saturday. At least that's what neighbor Ted was telling me just moments ago. Aaron, I mean, I this is this is I, I just think this is going to be fun on a lot of you know because ba- the Bears will play you anywhere. They'll play any team, but anytime you play a Michigan State, anytime you play a Duke, it doesn't matter. Like if they're having kind of down seasons or not that great, isn't it funny, Aaron, how we like make excuses for teams like that? And yet, what are we going to hear? In about the 2024 recruiting class for Duke. It'll be like number one in the country, the greatest class ever assembled. And then by next year at this time, if they're not top 20, 
we'll be all talking about, well, it's not really fair. I mean, Shire did this, or this guy did this, or whatever. You know what's not fair? Baylor lost out on an unbelievable recruit because Texas, you know, can spike them on NIL. But, you know, the Bears aren't out there screaming, oh, my gosh. No, they're number six in the country right now. All right, everybody have a great evening, and uh, we will see you uh, tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Aaron, thank you very much. It's going to be a fun one tomorrow. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12